Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Nehemiah. The whole people gathered as one in the open space before the water gate. And they called upon Ezra the scribe to bring forth the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord prescribed for Israel. On the first day of the seventh month, therefore Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, which consisted of men, women, and those children old enough to understand. Standing at one end of the open place that was before the water gate, he read out of the book from daybreak until midday in the presence of the men, the women, and those children old enough to understand. And all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. Ezra the scribe stood on a wooden platform that had been made for the occasion. He opened the scroll so that all the people might see it. For he was standing higher up than any of the people. And as he opened it, all the people rose. Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people, their hands raised high, answered, Amen, Amen. Then they bowed down and prostrated themselves before the Lord, their faces to the ground. As the people remained in their places, Ezra read plainly from the book of the law of God, interpreting it so that all could understand what was read. Then Nehemiah, that is his excellency, and Ezra, the prescribe, and the Levites who were entrusting the people, said to all the people, Today is holy to the Lord your God. Do not be sad and do not weep. For all the people were weeping as they heard the words of the law. He said further, Go, eat rich foods and drink sweet drinks and allot portions to those who had nothing prepared. For today is holy to our Lord. Do not be sad in this day, for rejoicing in the Lord must be your strength. And the Levites quieted all the people, saying, Hush, for today is holy, and you must not be saddened. Then all the people went to eat and drink, to distribute portions and to celebrate with great joy, for they understood the words that had been expounded to them. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus appointed 72 other disciples whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. And to whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. Whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, The dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that we shake off against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day than for that town. The Gospel of the Lord. Some years back, I went to confession. The priest was a Frenchman. After he gave me absolution, he said, Go in peace and pray for me. I first thought, pray for you. I'm the one going to confession here. Pray for me. Later on, I thought about it and decided, well, that was 
pretty humble of that priest, who was my judge and confessor, to ask a poor sinner like me to pray for him. Why did he ask me to pray for him at the end of confession? Why do I ask penitents to pray for me? Our saint we honor today, St. Faustina, has the answer. Here is what she wrote in her now famous diary. I came to understand one thing, that I must pray much for each of my confessors, that he might obtain the light of the Holy Spirit. For when I approach the confessional without first praying fervently, the confessor does not understand me very well. Isn't that interesting? Pray for your confessor, and that will help you in the confessional, what Christ called his great tribunal of mercy. Prayer really is a two-way street. We pray for souls. We pray for the poor souls. When they get released from purgatory, we have more saints in heaven returning the favor, interceding for us. You see how it works. It all comes around. Pray for others, and blessings are returned to you. Faustina was all about others, God and souls. That was her motto. Her whole life, in fact, in imitation of Christ, was to be a sacrifice. Our Lord requested that she offer her personal sufferings in union with his to atone for the sins of others. The neat thing is that she suffered in secret. Most of her fellow sisters had no idea of her sufferings and mystical experiences until after her death. When alive, she had always been so cheerful and humble. She wrote in her diary, I accept joy or suffering, praise or humiliation, with the same disposition. I remember that one or the other is passing. What does it matter to me what people say about me? I have long ago given up everything that concerns my person. My name is host or sacrifice, not in words, but in deeds, in the emptying of myself and becoming like you on the cross. Oh, good Jesus, my master. Where did St. Faustina draw her strength? On the sacraments, especially confession and the Holy Eucharist. Christ repeatedly told her that the confessional is the place of his greatest mercy and that he, Christ himself, waits for us there. Quote, when you go to confession to this fountain of mercy, the blood and water which came forth from my heart always flows down upon your soul and ennobles it. Every time you go to confession, immerse yourself entirely in my mercy with great trust so that I may pour the bounty of my grace upon your soul. God and souls. Quote, if only the suffering soul knew how it is loved by God, it would die of joy and excess happiness. Someday, St. Faustina wrote, we will all know the value of suffering, but then we will no longer be able to suffer. The present moment is ours. St. Faustina, Christ's Secretary of Mercy, died on October 5, 1938, at the age of 33, the same age traditionally given to Christ at his death on the cross. Her whole life and death was an imitation of his. His.